Simple Life Together, Episode 68, Simple Living with Liz Neighbors. Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Welcome back to Simple Life Together. On the last episode of the show, we talked all about our triumphs and trials with simplifying our wardrobe. We had such terrific feedback on that episode. I mean, it was insane, the feedback that we got. and um, just It was like true confessions. It was a confessional episode. <laughs> it was. But thank you all so much, and thank yes, you for all the virtual you. hugs and support. I really appreciate it, because I think I was the one that got really emotional yeah, on that one, but virtual, it was good. Virtual Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> well, on I'm today, I'm messing with you. Come on, it's all good. Well, on today's show, we have a special guest joining us for our second profile in simplicity. Yes, and we put the big call out last episode. You know, come mm-hmm. on, folks, send us your stories. And wow, we got a bunch of folks that are, are ready. They're lined up. Yes. So, but the first one to the punch was Liz Neighbors, and today Liz is joining us to share a bit about her simplicity journey. And Liz and her husband, Griff, split their time between Connecticut and spending summers in Cape Cod with friends. Liz worked in retail for years, but then stayed home to raise her kids for the past 18 years. And in that time, Liz has blogged, she's uh, run an eBay business, and started getting that it's all too much feeling lately. You know, like, I guess a lot of us get that. We all get that. We Mm -hmm. did. I know that. Well... She has been a Simple Life Together and Edit and Forget It Challenge supporter right from the start. And get this, Liz started a mission of no shopping Mm. back in November of 2013, and she's seven months into the journey. Awesome. So let's get Liz in here to tell her own story. So welcome to the show, Liz. Hi, Liz. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're here with us today. Oh, so excited to talk to you guys. It's unbelievable because I have been listening to you since the beginning. So now it's like real. Um, you're real. You're <laughs> oh, It's so amazing. We really appreciate all the feedback and the interaction that you've been doing in Edit Forget It and the comments that you've left for us and no shared kidding. with us. And, and so it's really exciting for us to have you as our second um, profile and simplicity on the show. And so, um, yeah, so we're going to, we're just going to start off and just ask a few questions and, and have you share your story with the whole Simple Life Together community. community. Is that okay with you? Oh, that's great. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, Liz, tell us how you got started on your journey to simplify your life and maybe paint a picture of what your life was like before getting started. Okay. I would say pretty much since we have had kids, which is now 18 years, I'm finally catching on, <laughs> um, but, you know, first of all, just some clutter comes. And I've always been really good at, like, when we first had a little two-bedroom condo, I always could, like, work our space to the best of our ability, you know, like, to make a little playroom out of the dining room or do whatever when they were babies and Somehow I was always like, there's just so much stuff. And when we moved to our house, you know, it's a, we have space, but we also had stuff. And I've always been trying to stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned to share. I always learned to like pass on the baby clothes or the kid toys and, 
things like that I learned early on. It's okay to give it away. You know, that's it's hard for me sometimes to let go of things a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. But for my whole life, I've had like an um, I have real emotional ties to things. Mm. Right. Um, and I'm kind of pop psychology, like my version is, you know, my dad died when I was in like eighth grade. So I wonder if like, you know, I want to save that picture. I want to save that moment. I want to save that little thing, you know, mm-hmm. that he gave me. Or it's like just, you know, these little things. And what happened was that even though I was trying to let go of things, just the regular life stuff, um, I think partly because I am creative, I tend to be thinking like, oh, a little update in the house. Oh, why don't I get that? Oh, that'll make, you know, something new. And before you know it, I think that I never just let it be simply beautiful as it was. Uh, I was always on to the next project. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then um, a few years ago, both um, Griff. And I have been married. Today is our 22nd anniversary. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Happy anniversary. (laughs) That is that I do still have my wedding dress and I wear it every anniversary. Look at you. That's the fun thing that I say. Awesome. Um, Yeah, it's just a fun thing. I started it just because we were home with kids on our anniversary and I didn't really know what we could do to make it fun since we were just going to be home and I realized I had my wedding dress and that's how that started but um, the thing is we both have um, parents that were aging um, and Griff's parents were much much better than mine because they had moved from his house that he grew up in a big old farmhouse in upstate New York and they purged as they moved and then they moved again and they purged and gave things to everybody, and it was magical to me. It was it was like, oh, look at how look at how nice that is. It was so it, it was so nice the yeah. way they took care of every detail of their stuff, and they let it go in such a nice way. On the other hand, my mom had, I think, a lot of the emotional saving thing, too, and she had a lot of special things. But between both sets of parents, we just seemed to be getting, like, you know, his grandmother's something or other, and my grandmother, all of a sudden, I'm sitting and I have my grandmother's wedding dress. And, you know, like, just stuff before we knew it, because my mom has since died, and um, I was kind of responsible for a lot of her stuff. By the time we like eliminated stuff and gave stuff away and, you know, kept like the Waterford and the little special things, Mm -hmm. I didn't keep it, but gave it to my niece because I don't, I just don't need it. But um, (laughs) we had an abundance of stuff and it was feeling claustrophobic basically. So that's kind of what started me getting restless, feeling claustrophobic. Wow. Right. And then I heard you guys eventually <laughs> trying and trying and trying, but really hearing you guys is what changed everything because I just got hooked on your podcast and I would listen to your podcast 
like early in the morning to get started. Oh. And I do this thing. I'm like, my Tuesday, I call it Trashy Tuesday. And I just go around the house with a hefty bag now, you know? <laughs> so awesome. you were a big, big part of oh. like empowering me. Mm. So I have to thank you. And the edit didn't forget it. I can't even count. I don't even do 2013, 2014 things. <laughs> it's just a lot of stuff is how I think. Awesome. Awesome. So so that was really the catalyst when you kept everything just seemed like it kept coming in, coming in and coming in. And then you just yeah. reached a point where you could really get rid of things, huh? That's- oh, and also we had a flood. Oh, wow. And um, so much stuff just got wrecked. So we literally were just like the dumpsters. We had to have mm-hmm. the special guys come in, the serve pro guys and like rip stuff out. And that started some of it, too, because it was like, well, let it go. And at that point, it actually felt great just after the tears. I was going to ask you, I wonder if that was kind of like a spark that you didn't expect, you know, from tragedy to something that was actually kind of a good thing where, you know, know, nobody wants to go through that kind of an event. But when you start to go through the emotions, I always say go through the emotions before I go through the motions of letting go of the stuff. Yeah, it's amazing how for you that it turned out to be a good thing. Like, you know what? It's kind of, yeah, I'm going to go yeah. through it. It's sad. I'm going to go through it. But um, but now you're kind of free from all those things, and you can kind of start fresh and start new. Yeah, you know? and I also, a funny thing, just because my life is kind of in transition right now, as I have my two, I mean, it's just been awesome that I've been home with our kids and doing different things along the way to help contribute. Yeah. But it's funny because my daughter went to college last year as a freshman and it's like just one last person in the house. And it was, you know, sad she was done, but I had a little bit, teeny bit more time. It was just a different thing that I was able to do. And I don't know. It just was like, that was part of it too. And listening to you guys, it was just, so just that much little bit more calm that I think, I got to concentrate on it more. Like, I've been doing it like a job. Like, Good. I am serious. <laughs> I'm getting rid of it. And I'm never going to be minimalist. I know that, but I just... I hear you. I'm the, I'm the same way, Liz. I love the idea. And maybe someday we'll get there, but um, I'm just not ready for uh, that yet. But, you know, you talk about your Trashy Tuesday, which is where you edit some things and you just go around the house. Um, yeah. But, you know, um, everyone struggles in some ways when it comes to simplifying or editing. And I just shared last week, yeah, on our last uh, show, about I how, I, how I struggled totally with clothes, right? About. So. What has been the biggest challenge for you along the way as you started editing either through the edit and forget it challenge or the inherited items? The emotions. Yeah, what's what's the hardest thing for you? What has been the biggest challenge for you in simplifying your life or editing things out of your life? What's What's been the toughest thing for you? Well, first of all, I think for me, letting go is just huge in every, every way. (laughs) I'm really sentimental and like... My friends used to make fun of me when when we were getting married. They're like, did you invite everybody from your kindergarten class? And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, a couple. (laughs) Or my second grade teacher came, you know. But um, that's how I'm made up. So thankfully, well, okay, wait. I just remembered one other thing that helped me feel like I was having too much clutter. I also had an eBay business. So I started a business. 
I used to work at Brooks Brothers and Saks Fifth Avenue, always like buying clothing stores and the retail thing. And and then the other problem, this was my mother's trouble, is she also had worked at Saks Fifth Avenue. She was an executive for years and years. And she had so much quality stuff that she was like, oh, no, no, I can still, you know, oh. And we used to say it's a, it's just unfortunate because it's so good that it doesn't wear out. Right. right. So exactly. Wow, it's packed. And it was so painful to get rid of her stuff, too, because it was my mom, you right. know, like it was like, oh, you know. But I gave most of her stuff went to, because she had so much work stuff, too, from the years that she was working, beautiful clothes. Mm -hmm. I gave it to a friend's mom was volunteering for women who were starting over. Right. Uh -huh. so, oh, my God. I was like, that's the perfect place. Like, no I kidding. still felt bad because it was my mom. You yeah. Know? Like, it's, so, uh, it's so nice to give away uh, to people in need that really need it. Like, it's just when it's just something that you want, uh, and you can have it and you don't really need it, but you can give it to somebody who really does need it. That's really right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so anyway, at some point, though, I had started to, during like these, you know, this has been kind of tough economy, too, in these last few years. And um, my husband does well, but it's still, you know, we got two kids going to college. And we made the conscious choice that I'd be at home, and I'm grateful for that. So we're just like, anyway, we're just slower out of the gate than some people, you know, where we always said late bloomers. So, um, <laughs> like, good. some people worked in their 20s and saved every penny. Well, like, yeah, I went to London with that money. <laughs> or, yeah, we, we weren't, like, going to buy our house right away, you know, yeah. and whatever. So we were slower to get to our first house. You know, like, we're slow at stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, slow at learning, too, because <laughs> then I got the eBay business started to help you know, once the kids were a little bigger and they were doing stuff, it was like I, a friend of mine from Brooks Brothers told me that she was selling on eBay. And I was like, oh, that's cute. So you sell like a few little things, you know? And she's like, no, I have like a real job doing it. This is like for real. And she's like, I'm going to help pay for my kids' college. And mm -hmm. I was like, really? Wow. So, poof. She mentored me through that, and I started an eBay business, and it was awesome. And I don't even know how long I did it. Actually, it was it was it was perfect timing for when I did it. I sure. paid for the kids' sailing classes. I did cool stuff with the money. The thing was, though, I was getting so good at it that I had run out of our own stuff and my mom's china kind of things that I was selling and all kinds of stuff. That then I could go to Goodwill and pick out. Like, my husband's like, you're on, my friends and my husband are like, this is unbelievable. Like, you could go through Goodwill and just be like, that, that, that. I can just see the quality, feel the you quality, the and I know. Yep. Yep. So, which is kind of a problem, because uh, then I bought to sell. Yeah. So, I had eBay stock, right. and then I was selling so much that it was felt too chaotic. Yeah. That was another part of the impetus. Right. Just start letting go of the eBay stuff. I just wanted the calm in my life. Right. I felt like it was better to live simpler with more calm. It's like uh, Peter Walsh. He's one of my, um, he wrote ah. one of my favorite books. It's all too much. And that's just what happens. Sometimes all these different events that come, you know, that accumulate and come to uh, a head, it just ends up being just too much. And you got to go, okay, I'm before I hit a, yeah. before I hit a breaking point, you know, let's just 
put on the brakes. Yeah. And, um, and by the way, game. I'm one of those people. Yeah, I would buy every one of those books like that. Um, is that more? <laughs> Um, what's her name? Julie Morgenstern, you know. yeah. Uh-huh. Julie Morgenstern. Oh, my God. I waited for that book to come in in our bookstore in town. And <laughs> even the woman in the bookstore was laughing because she's like, you could be at home organizing. <laughs> like, and I'm like, no, I'm just checking on the book. <laughs> um, well. I think also now I have more quiet time. I mean, even the kids make fun of me, but... Well, They're like, Mom, listening to another podcast, you know. Well, you're stealing my thunder here, Liz, because that was my next question. What, what does your life look like now that you've been on your simplifying journey? There is much more calm in our house. There's much more order. Mm. There's so much less clutter and yes, there's still clutter to be found. Sure. But... Um, it, it just feels differently. And the really interesting thing is somewhere I decided, like, because I would procrastinate because it really, truly is so overwhelming when, like, I had, I always felt like there was just so much clutter and I was always overwhelmed and, mm-hmm. um, not really knowing where to begin. And it just looks like an average American house. It's mm-hmm. not like I was like, you know, living some horrible pack rat life. Right. But still, I could feel it. Yeah. yeah. And I knew, and I'll never be like a pottery barn ad, but I was forever trying. Yeah. And um, it's so funny now that since I've eliminated the clutter, it seems like I'm home enjoying being home more. I used to be like, I think I really wanted to just run away from it. You know, I was always going, going, going on the outside. And it's almost like it's calmed me down to enjoy where I am more. Does that make sense? I think that is That's awesome. perfect. So I was just, when you were saying that, uh, things are just a little bit more calmer. I mean, it's just really that sense of peace. Even it may not be perfectly uh, in place, uh, the things in your home or whatnot. But that's why I always say about my home is like there's areas where we still need work and, you know, we've got four people living in it. And so there's times where it gets a little bit crazy. But, you know, we have certain routines where we clean up and we pick up. But there's a sense of peace. When we come home, it's like, okay, there's there's common. Even if it gets a little messy or cluttered, that's not a big deal. But we still know where things are. Everything has a home. There's right. just a lot of pay- peace and calm and confidence that comes along with that. And so I'm so glad to hear that from you, um, from someone who came from with a background that as a shopper and probably uh, had all that And know, I will still never be you. Like, Vanessa, you mm-hmm. are really the organizer. You're really... And one of my really good friends that were on the Cape with in the summer, we we spend a lot of time on Cape Cod. She is totally, totally type A in like her house <laughs> stuff and order. Sure. And she likes a lot of order and structure. And then there's me. And <laughs> I'm more like, wee, you know, like I'm the one with the art projects and the stuff with the kids. But she's the one that kept some of the schedule. And we both, because we both have a lot of both families. We have similar values, uh-huh. like it's amazing that we can work so well together because I am so different. Like during the summer when the kids were at sailing camp and stuff, 
it was amazing to see her order. And I used to come home in September. We'd all come home, and I would be like, I'm channeling my inner Kim. So, <laughs> and I, like, she, if we went to tag sales, because they would um, sometimes, um, you know, the house on the Cape sometimes, like, um, buy things at tag sales. Like, you know, oh, we need a blender. Or, oh, it was really fun. And we have so much fun doing that. But the difference was is that when we go to a tag sale, she'd be like, no, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, we're not going to get that. And I'm like, oh, oh, but it'd be so pretty. No, yeah. don't get that. So she had very clear boundaries about what she wants and needs. And me, it was like, I want it, I get it. Yeah. Well, it sounds like um, it sounds like you're on that path now, though, because... Oh, thank goodness, because I did... I This year was the biggest year to just say, stop. The stop shopping thing that I started in November was pretty huge. And yeah, tell us a little bit more at, about that. Oh, we always have a really big Thanksgiving party here. So during the week of Thanksgiving, we were getting ready. And I don't know where I had to go. I had to go. I went up to one of the outlet malls near us. But I remember being like, I got home and I sat down in the kitchen chair and my husband was doing some project. And I said, do you think I could not shop for a year? And I really thought that he was going to make fun of me. I totally thought he was going to be like, <laughs> are you kidding? You know, like, but he was like, huh, yeah, I think you could do that. But if you do, you better write about it because nobody will ever believe you. <laughs> so right then I stopped and mostly People said, well, what are you going to do about Christmas presents? A lot of Christmas presents I already had. And yes, I bought Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. Like last year, I didn't buy the dumb stuff. You know how like the, the end silly of, stocking like, stuffers? Well, yeah. And we still did it, but I didn't go crazy. And I tried to stay away from a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. and just buy simply and... That's the other thing. I'd rather just have less and have something nice. I'm, I'm looking outside at our front of our house out here, and I'm thinking, even with our planting and all the different things in the spring, I want to buy, you know, something color and bursts of color for our planters. I've even toned that down because it's like how much, like it's just more. Why not just have less, a big bunch of flowers in one pot instead of, you know, five pots. <laughs> well, Liz, I tell you, you're, you sound a lot like the things that um, the things that you're going through sound a lot like the things that we've gone through too. Right. It's like, you know, for Christmas we really cut down this year because I was so stressed out in, in previous Christmases, and it just seemed like, right. well, what's the point? They're not really, you know, our kids aren't really going to really appreciate when they have so much. Oh, but let's say, get I probably when you were talking about it this year, I was probably like shouting out loud at my <laughs> podcast because. When I look at all of the stuff that we've had over the years, we are more like the experience is the fun. It's about going to the beach and being able to catch lightning bugs. And so our kids, even though they see a lot of flash and, you know, a lot of people go to, you know, on 20 vacations a year and big cars (laughs) and... It's never been like we're going for the, flash. the showy stuff, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 
I, I completely understand. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I think a lot of people on the um, Edit and Forget It Facebook page are kind of coming oh, into that. Oh, I love that. those people. <laughs> I know. Well, I tell you what. Can you give us two things that you've learned on the Edit and Forget It page? Because we learn something every day. Oh, my gosh. I'm putting you on the spot on that one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I learned, number one, that everyone has some kind of family pressure about yeah. their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether, they're, whether they get rid of stuff or they're expected to hold on mm-hmm. to it. It's some kind of emotional... Well, even me, the Waterford glasses, and my mom had a whole collection of Waterford from travel to Ireland and stuff that we did. And she wanted me to have it so badly. Mm-hmm. But really... We don't even drink anymore. You know, like, we live much more of a country beach life, you know. I'm never going to be in a home filled with mahogany, and (laughs) I just am more beachy, my whole style. Yeah. And I said, Mom, I really, really would love to let my niece have that because, like, she's young and she's getting married, and that's that's the direction she's going. We don't need it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that right. one thing was the emotional thing. And then um, I guess pretty much that there's a whole world of people that are not totally minimalist, mm-hmm. but just really want to enjoy the simple goodness in life. And everybody likes some kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't mean that you have to have all of it. I think that is perfect. That is just a perfect description or just explanation of the Edna Forget It. Yeah, you know, very the community, supportive. They're very supportive. They're all, like you said, we're all, we're, we're not all minimalists. Um, you know, we, we like it, but um, we're just trying to be a little bit more deliberate about our lives, deliberate about the things that we value and that are a priority in our life. And I, it really is music to my ears to hear you say that that is what you are experiencing too as you are on your journey to simplify your life and, and it's just, again, it's just really nice to hear your story and, yeah. and hear, because th- that's what I try to, you know, and, I preach to people And everybody needs about. everybody else. It's yeah. like, yeah. it's really true support. It and is. it's been awesome. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I tell you what, Liz, you know, um, I, you know, I can always talk simplicity all day long and on all that good uh, stuff. But uh, we, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. We can't thank you enough for stepping up and say, hey, I'll share my story too. And you've been such a, a wonderful support, um, a supporter of Simple Life Together. And, um, and oh, you guys are great. Oh, well, thank I you. tell everybody, but I don't know why my friends are like a podcast. They act like I'm talking to the moon. <laughs> well, they know I what... swear I'm not that old, but it's like, oh my God. <laughs> well, know, they can click the button. They know what a website is. They can still go to our website and listen, Just listen there, too. Oh, listen there. Don't worry about anyway, it. But, no. uh, Liz, so you were saying that you started your blog. So if, if people want to learn more about you, or not your blog, your um, the Facebook page, um, can oh, you tell yeah. the listeners what your Facebook page is so that they can find you if they want to know a little bit more about you and, and your journey? Sure. Creating real-life simplicity. Because I'm not Martha Stewart, and I'm never going to be that kind of simplicity person. Um. I think she's the one who started all this. Like, everybody used to live so simply, but then all of a sudden we have to be, like, magazine-worthy. Uh, oh, I know. I know. I have to battle that with my clients all the time. 
Oh, you said that perfectly. <laughs> yep. So, so creating real life simplicity and you post on there pretty much every day, right? Yeah, I'm trying to do it every day. And it's really fun because different friends, people don't really, um, I don't have a lot of interaction on there like Edit and Forget It has, but mm-hmm. it's so fun because different friends will come up to me and they're like, oh my God, you know that post you did? Thank you. Aww. Oh, you motivated me. That's oh, great. I gave bags away to Goodwill. And I'm just grateful because I never, ever would think that I could inspire people because I was the one who used to be so overwhelmed. So thank you because it's really you guys. <laughs> Big, big impetus in this whole thing. Well, thank you. The feeling's mutual because um, all the support that we get, because we never expected to we didn't be either, yeah. inspirational, motivational to folks either, and um, that's what actually what keeps us going. So, Liz. Very cool. We, oh, wait, wait, wait. I have to tell you, Dan. Okay. Yeah. I have said to my husband, I'm like, how much fun would it be to have a teardrop trailer? Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> oh and then we daydream about, I'm like, so we just have like a smaller house and then and before you know it, I'm living like this groovy lifestyle with the pier trunk camper, you know. Oh my god. Anyway. I just gotta tell you though, you planted that little seed and I start looking at them. You will never regret you should it. should be a sales rep because oh, seriously, well, yeah. I- it got the hook in us, you know? You know, I actually have a little Pinterest page. I've never mentioned it on the show before. <laughs> but it's called um, uh, Teardrop Talk Radio. I think it's called Teardrop Talk Radio or just Teardrop Talk on Pinterest. Just, yeah, uh, check it out. Just check it out. So I post lots of pictures there. Yeah, and we won't okay, apologize. I can feel another, wait, I feel another podcast coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just got to get off. one. <laughs> yeah, I just got to get, get off my butt and do it. So. <laughs> so, well, Liz, thank oh you so, God. so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And folks, if you have a chance and you're on Facebook, head on over um, up into the search bar and type in creating real life simplicity and go over and uh, check out Liz's yeah, go page. Go like that page and get inspired too. So thank you so much, Liz. It was awesome having you with us today. Thanks. That was really fun. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Well, wasn't that awesome? That, oh, yeah. That was great. Thank you so much, Liz, for joining us. And what a great story. It was. It was awesome to and, have our second profile on yeah. simplicity. And Liz, you got to let us know how you make out on the rest of your no shopping challenge. Okay? Yeah. Don't leave us hanging. Don't leave us hanging. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the thing segment. And Vanessa, why don't you go first? Okay. So I guess I have a tech thing for my thing, and it's Aereo. It's where you can watch TV online, and it's a nice alternative to cable. And we've had this, but we haven't really been taking advantage of it lately. And then, you know, the NBA playoffs are going on right now. Of course, we're in San Antonio. The San Antonio Spurs are playing, but we don't have cable, and we don't get ABC. So I was like, I really want to watch the playoffs. And Dan's like, well, let's just check out Aereo. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I forgot about it. So it's been really great. We've been watching that, and we do airplay, too, so we can actually – airplay and, and watch it on our big screen tv right so it's not just on the laptop we can actually check it out so can yeah. you explain a little bit more about yeah. the it's um it's uh aereo.com a-e-r-e-o.com and it's not available in all areas it's available in some major cities and so oh, forth yeah. and uh i was lucky enough to take part in their beta program which uh which was kind of neat and uh you get all of your local channels that you could, if you had like the best antenna in the world, you can, you could get all the local channels, the PBS and all the digital mm-hmm. channels and all that. Um, you, you get all those. You don't get, um, 
cable channels or anything. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just everything that's available locally. If you had a great antenna that pulled all those in, you'd get the same ones for free. So it's uh, I think it's like $8 a month. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's not bad, but it is nice for the local news. And like you said, we don't get a lot of our, um, a lot of channels. And so. it's, it, but it definitely beats having that high cable bill. So, right. Which we never, yeah. and we never watched cable. So, for the 15 minutes of TV I watch, a <laughs> yeah, day right. With that. So, that's actually my thing is rediscovering Aereo. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, what's good. your thing, Dan? Mine is a book. And I've been doing a lot of walking lately in the early mornings. And I'll talk about that another time. But, uh, you know, you always say I'm an audio guy. And mm-hmm. of course, I love my podcast, but I love my audiobooks, uh, too, from Audible. And, uh, this is one that I didn't, I just had no clue that I would like it as much as I did. It's from Ariana Huffington of the Huffington Post, which, you know, I don't really read that. I'm not into um, a lot of, you know, what's going on in Hollywood and gossip and all that stuff. I just don't have that in my life. To me, that's kind of clutter and all that. But mm-hmm. uh, she has a, a section called The Third Metric uh, that kind of redefines what a successful life is. It's not just power and money like it used to be. The third metric of, of success is um, you know, your ability to live life the way you want to live it. Right. And that's what this book, Thrive, is all about. And I've read it twice, and you've heard me. I really, really, really have enjoyed it. It's yeah. a, a lot of the same stuff we talk about here on the show than things that we're going through. Well, I started listening to it as well, and I really, really like it. And when actually, I first found out about it watching... One of the, I don't know, I guess it was maybe it was CBS. She was on, she was a guest on one of the news channels. And, uh, and I thought, wow, I mean, she's like totally talking about the things that we talk about on yeah. the show. And I didn't even think about the book or anything. I'm so glad that you got it. And now I'm starting to listen. But yeah, that third metric, because she says, you know, it's like having, it's like having a stool. If, it, if the only thing that influences you is power and money, a two-legged stool, it's going to eventually crumble and collapse. But you need to have that third metric and that third leg, which is basically having a balanced life and the things right. that you like. So, yeah, and I, she talks about way more than that. There's, she, it's quite detailed, but but great, great information, inspiring information. Yeah, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. And, and what uh, inspired her, though, can I tell a story real quick? Is, yeah, go is, for it. Is it's your she, show. She collapsed in sheer <laughs> exhaustion and found herself in a pool of blood on her floor, and I don't know, in her house, I guess, because she had collapsed out of exhaustion, hit her cheek, I believe, or her face, and so she broke some bones in her face and had passed out. And she thought, is this what life is really about? Right. And she had been successful. She had money, she had all that. But she's like, there's got to be more to life than this. And that's kind of what inspired her to start researching. And there's a lot of research statistics in the book. And yeah. it's fantastic. And you know, a lot of it is the things that we do with clients trying to get them to simplify their lives. And um, she encapsulated a lot of what we try to pass on to folks that we work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think she does it really, really well. Awesome. I enjoyed it. So we'll put a link in the show notes and um, an Amazon link. So you buy the book through the Amazon link, we'll get like 20 cents. <laughs> so <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. It is all good. Okay, simplifiers, we need your help. Um, our iTunes ratings and reviews have slipped a bit. If you haven't had a chance to leave us a rating or review yet, now's the time. It only takes a minute or two, and it really does help people find us. So uh, just go to simplelifetogether.com forward slash iTunes, where we show you step-by-step how you can help us out. And most people find us 
through a friend or just hearing about us or whatnot. So send your friends a link too um, to your favorite episode of the show. It's easy, it's fast, and it's simple. And so we would just really appreciate it if you can help spread the SLT love. And um, just really thank you so much. So if you can leave us a review, we'd really, really appreciate it. Friends don't let friends live complicated lives. Help them simplify and send them a link to the show. All right, all right now on to the announcements. Uh, Simple Rev tickets. You remember I've talked a few times about Simple Rev, and I'm working with uh, Joel Zaslowski of uh, Smart and Simple Matters Show and Value of Simple Website uh, on the uh, Simple Rev Simplicity Summit. And don't forget to pick up your tickets, and it's being held on October 3rd and 4th in beautiful downtown Minneapolis on the University of St. Thomas campus. And to learn more, have a good look around simplerev.com and check out simplerev.com forward slash YouTube. And there's a video series called uh, What Simple Living Means to Me. And there's like five videos on there right now. Right. Your friend, she put um, an episode or a video out there. Thanks yeah, for that. Ethan Waldman, who lives in a tiny house, and we met him at uh, World Domination Summit. Mm-hmm. Great guy. So And others, too. And so. you did, too. And I did, too. Well, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Well, well, folks, remember, if you have questions or comments, you can find all our contact info at simplelifetogether.com forward slash Vanessa or simplelifetogether.com forward slash Dan. So that's it for episode 68 of Simple Life Together. Thanks to Liz for joining us and sharing her profile and simplicity. And folks, just so you know, we're going to be on the road for about three weeks, so it may be a bit until our next show is out. Yes, we're hitting the road on, in the teardrop and uh, just going to have a good time. And luckily, we got some folks watching the house for us, and we can kind of be as carefree as we want to be on mm-hmm. this one. So, uh, But we'll be doing some videos and some updates on the website and you know maybe even a post or two over on SimpleLifeTogether.com. So be sure to check in with us there. And I have been wanting to do a video tour of the teardrop, too, so maybe... We'll be able to knock that out on this trip. But (laughs) bottom line, our main focus personally for us for a few weeks is going to be spending time with each other and uh, with our family and friends and exploring this great country of ours and all it has to offer. And that will involve some chocolate too, right? At some point, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe Santa? (laughs) Yes, Santa too. And we'll fill you in after... After see how it goes. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I don't know if Santa actually wants to see me face to face. Last time it wasn't so great. But uh, <laughs> you're on the naughty list. I was. I was. <laughs> but uh, be sure to pick up a copy of Super Mom versus Super Mom: Simplicity Tips for Busy Moms. It's a simple life guide to getting organized, finding margin, and embracing simplicity for moms. And that would be a great one to review before school starts. Now that the kids are out, you got a little break, mom. Mm-hmm. Go check it out now. Mm-hmm. So just go to simplelifetogether.com forward slash supermom to get your copy today. Yeah. And as usual, you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com forward slash 068. So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. We would absolutely love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your simple life together. 